Well, well, well. Hello, Daniel. Another lovely evening for both of us. Hello, Caesar. Now, this is... Talk about timing. Hey, our timing. Our timing is fucking impeccable because normally when we do our show, we'll see the next morning that a big story drops like Clarko's. I'm glad you um, bailed on me at lunchtime. Yeah. Because we would have missed this. Bailed on you. I'd, you were busy. I was busy. We had to do tonight. So it's good. But the best thing is... Um, it's been a big story that's dropped. Yeah. Yeah, Chera got off. Oh, that's not the one I thought you were going to go with. Nah, no, it's not the one I should have gone with because the biggest story of the year, and for some people their lives, um, was the, they've labelled it the Hawthorne racism saga, so I guess that's what we're going to call it. Um, They're not the words that Gil just used. Now, um, now I've already forgotten them. That's great that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, Good like that. As we go to air, obviously it was breaking news that um, nothing's come of it. And they they say, oh, the three blokes exonerated. Well, mud sticks, unfortunately. So to yeah. say they're exonerated is a, a crock of shit. Yep. Um, and if there was issues, which I don't know, you don't know. But and one of them's currently not in his current job wrong. because of... So to say that there's... This book is closed is the biggest fair weather statement you could lay because this book is by I thought no one of the, closed. I thought one of the biggest things that uh, Gil said was the fact that just because we've decided nothing, we couldn't prove anything against those three blokes, mm. um, more to come possibly against Hawthorne. Which I find staggering that they could say there's nothing. Well, we've there's nothing we can see yet. Hawthorne in the gun. There's obviously something you've seen. Oh, the fact that Hawthorne leaked the story to the media. Oh, is that what you reckon it is? Well, why would why would Hawthorne leak the story? Because they're morons. Well, just it puts shit on their doorstep. I can't imagine they'd want to leak that story. But if they if it is very interesting how this story seemed to have just landed on a reporter's. An ABC journalist table. Yeah. And the, the fact that, you know, the Hawthorne Was CEO the stepped down last week, the one of the lawyers representing the First Nation, one of the First Nations families, um, walked away from them the other day. Really? Like, yeah, like he, it was just like, I'm not prepared to, not prepared to, like, there's I'm just done. no resolute. Like, I'm done with it. Yeah. Nothing's going in, no one wants yeah. to do anything, we're out. You know, the fact that they claimed they wanted mediation but but put eighteen points that the three had to agree to before before they got to mediation. That's not how mediation works. You can do you can bring those points up in mediation. Yeah, and <laughs> not, and not at the end mediation. of mediation we might say, right, these eighteen points have to be sorted out. Mm, it's but a you don't put eighteen provisos on mediation. That 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 press conference and what Gil read out asks more questions than gives answers by a country mile. It um, makes you sit back and say, "Well, from what I gathered from that, they were just saying we can't find anything. We don't know it's not there. We don't know who's telling the truth. Well, the no one's talking." So those making the allegations out. weren't prepared to speak to the AFL. Mm. So, so their hands were tied. And we, we watched Slobo just sit there spewing for 10, 20 minutes and he said it how many times? 20 times after that press conference? about 20,000, I think. He said Human, Human Rights Commission. Human Rights Commission. So 
Um, it looks as though some of them are taking it there, but um, there, there, there was no way that those three were going to sit there and mediate when the their reputations were in damage control when they couldn't even defend themselves. And they go, well, why are we going to come do mediation when we have never we have never been able to give our side? So what do I want to mediate? Not only not give their side, no recourse of defending anything. Hadn't been told what they were accused of. You still haven't. Still haven't documented been told. Yeah. Whether they will now, don't know. Um, well, if if we go down Robbo's path, well, what are if, if you want to make an allegation, stand by your allegation, make it publicly. But they've said that this resolution has been vetoed, ticked off by the what was it, what was Gil calling him? complainants? No. Uh, yeah, but they can tick off the AFL's thing. But then there's other other avenues they can go down that the AFL's got no jurisdiction over. Oh, yeah. And um, this is definitely not a closed case, I can assure you of that. And no. This is going to drag on and the for fact a long that time. the fact that now the three accused could even um, take Hawthorne. Well, that they could... They could be taking a lot of people to task. Yep. Because um, mud sticks. And then when they said... Oh, and irrelevant whether you're guilty or not. Nah. And they're saying, oh, it's, uh, Jared said, oh, it's lovely. It's good that they have now been exonerated. No, they haven't. The, the exoneration doesn't happen until a full story is laid bare. Now, the full story, we've probably got fucking 20% of the story. Mm. There's no background on anyone, context, anything. Um, context, I've said, it, I've said it when there's a drop bloody in... Last year. Context is the most important thing. We don't have that here. No one has it here. The only people that know the context of what may or may not have happened were the people involved. And the people involved were not given the opportunity to even say, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. You're out. You're, let's bring it into context. Who is it? Now, these people have made these accusations. I don't know if they're true or false. I have no understanding of them. But without context, you don't know what the fuck happened. There was something I was listening to the other day that said the those making the allegations, one of those parties said, I don't believe it's racism. It was racially insensitive. Mm. So, well, that's a... Like, you know, we see Eddie Betts on 360 every week going, oh, but if this person says it's racist, it is racist. So it's like, well... Yeah, like, and we talked about it before. Like, just if I think something's not hot, but it is hot, but because I say it's not hot, is it not hot? Yeah. Or when it comes to something, or food, or a curry, or whatever. Yeah, God, that's not hot. Or, I, or I, a chili yeah. sauce. And they go, no, no, that's hot. No, but because I say it's not hot, it's not hot. I know it's not. And not like, I know comparison. if you and I ate chili sauce, I'd say something's not hot, and it'd burn your face off. I'd cry. Yeah. And snot and. But fuck, there's a there's Pandora's boxes now been open here. I think the AFL have been in a position where they've had to have some sort of resolution, whether it be no resolution or the, or or but their or, findings, or finding everyone, their their findings have come about from all parties. They've gone right. We need your input. We need your input. Or we're not getting either of them. Not um. We're not getting the accuser's input, so how can we get 
the accused input when they don't know what they're accused of. Yeah. So it's like, well, and to, and too right for the for the for Fagan um, for Clarko for Bert to go. Oh fuck yeah, we're not we're not coming to the table to to defend ourselves when we still don't know the exact reasons. The only thing they know and not only reasons don't know who's accusing me of this. But they oh they would, but they don't know. They're going off that report and that leaked article. Yeah. They, they they were never um, <sighs> they were never sat down and said, "Look, this is what we've got." They they they've they would have been briefed what probably an hour before it went to air, yeah. or when it went to air. This is what's going to drop. Fucking, you're going to be getting you're going to just be quietly that ABC journalist that broke this. And I've already forgotten his name. Like no one, not even his own mother knew his name before he wrote this article. But and he's disappeared. Uh, like, haven't has not written an article since, hasn't he? I don't know. Can't <laughs> remember his name. He could have. I love it. He hasn't written an article since, hasn't he? I don't know. He's probably had fifty articles. Mm. Um. So yeah, we as we've gone to air that has dropped. And I'd, uh, I, I'd really, really love to know. And. You know, it's a bit of an assumption that that it's come out of the Hawthorne Footy Club. I'd love to know where the leaked document came from. Well, the only one that's going to tell, the only one that knows that is a the person who leaked it and the yeah. guy who received the leak and yeah. the journo code. Oh, the journo code. Yeah, but, we're but never going to say where we got leaked from. Yeah, but the fact from. that the fact that the AFL left it open that that Hawthorne. Very interesting is what Gill was wording in that press conference. Yeah. Um, that 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 tells me they know it came from they well, know it came from Hawthorne. There was well, I don't know. I, yep. don't, I, the, I didn't really think of that until you brought it up. So good um, point though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's made me think. Um, the other thing that kept coming back to was a bit of wording of Gill was saying um, under the rules of the AFL. He kept saying under any rules that we can go on, and I was like, he wasn't saying. Hey, no, nah, these guys. We've we've done the investigation, and we feel, and the independent committee feel that there's no case to answer. There was no wording like that. No, no it was they didn't break any rules. Yeah, which is it's obviously legal jargon to say. But it's also a great handball. Oh, it's a massive handball. You, you want to go in other avenues of um, Robbo's Human Rights Commission or or some civil some suit. court mm. uh, civil case in some court. Go your hardest, but but I don't think this will end for years. Yeah, like years. and if the allegations are correct, it's too big a deal for the for the AFL to be dealing with. Well, it, yeah, it does need to be a higher power sorting it out. It's um, yeah, I I'm a bit. Taken aback by the whole suddenness of it. So to have that drop tonight at seven thirty was strange. You thought that this might be something that would be a dropped in the morning, late, later, later at seven thirty on a, well eight o'clock that went to went to air in Victoria. Yeah, so that can also be a be a a softening by the time it's talked about in the mainstream. It's tomorrow. There's a bit more emotion out of or it. Or they've got the other thing is. They could have gone right. The AFL independent panel they put together is going like, to like it's been sorted out at six yeah. o'clock tonight. But they've gone straight out with it, or or they've gone. All right, you guys have come to this conclusion. 
they have gone, we've got to get this out to the public quickly because there could be something dropping tomorrow legally. Yeah. Like there could be a, a yep. suit being laid tomorrow or there could be a lot that's going to... Yep. I, I reckon this is the so We have to wash our hands of it. We have to get this out before... Finalised before... This other shit drops tomorrow. Yep. That, that may I, not I be just the thought case, the fact that, that a lawyer... There's a lot coming. The lawyer for one of the Indigenous families walked away from the people he was representing late last week was... Yeah, I didn't hear that. You've, uh, you've done well there, mate, to bring that to my attention. Got me ears to the ground, mate. On Twitter a lot. Got, got all of my sources. No, that was on SEN, that one. Where to from here for Fagan, Clarkson, Burt? Um, because, like I said, um, mud sticks. Once you're tarred, you're tarred. Well, I think Fagan, well, this is going to sound really disrespectful. I'd never heard of Burt before this allegation. Mm. When I finally saw his photo, I'm like, oh. I'm yep. sure he's disgusted in you and, and fucking disrespected yeah. by yeah. that you didn't know about him. So, can when I saw his photo, I'm like, oh, yeah, I recognise his face. I know that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so he hopefully will be able to... Was he working as a school teacher when this broke? And principal, you know, I think. School principal. Something like that. So And he had to, he had to step down. Had to pull, pull away from that. So um, Fagan seems to be the most steadfast out of all. You know, he... Step down in the off season for that little bit, but and no, no one knows how he is going. We all know how Clarko's going because he had to walk away and they say this is too much. And for a guy that is made of fucking granite, yeah, he's cracked. We don't yeah. know. Fagan could be fucking close to that. We don't know. Yeah, yeah they have this now, veil. A lot of coaches have yeah. this mask they wear now, to show that they're and, strong. And the person you see interviewed on telly isn't the person yeah. that goes home to his yeah, wife. They're actors. No, exactly. Look, um. If how he was a few weeks ago on 360 is any indication, he's fine with himself. Like he, but like you just said, yeah, like can't you, take any notice of the, the thing with coaches. And obviously, I know a little bit from personal experience, whatever they portray in front of that camera generally isn't what they're going through. Absolute frog shit, most of it. And the way they walk into a footy club and they have to be strong, they have to be it's the front for their players, they've got to be emotional. Bravado. Some coaches are very emotional, but a lot of them have to take that emotion away. Mm. And what you see there is generally not what's happening in the background. They're, they're human, like we yeah. are. And for those guys to have oh. gone through that over the... Yes, I'm calling you human. Thank you. For them to go through that for the last seven, eight, nine months now, wasn't it? Was it nine months? It was October. Gil yeah. said October last year. So nine months. And really, there's no... They could have dismissed... And like some people are no finding resolution. out... Some people are finding out just now that no. this is good. Mate, you, you need to look at some of your staff hiring policies if he... Anyway. Obviously has Do you no know TV, how hard it no is to internet. find staff at the moment? <laughs> um, yeah, but for those guys to feel exonerated, I don't think they would. I reckon they'd be sitting there going, all right, well, that's, that's been just been dismissed. I still haven't said my piece. I still haven't said what I what I'll, I'll tell you what the fuck happened. They haven't they haven't had that. And but do they now? Uh, do they? I think they'd sit pat until until other avenues. You know what? You know, you know what? If it was me, I'd be going fuck the legal shit. Perception is everything in this world. Yeah. If I sit back and keep saying nothing when I know I didn't do anything yeah. wrong, or maybe they did, I don't know. But if you wholeheartedly think you did nothing wrong. And this is what you're being accused of, and you know exactly what happened, and you haven't been able to say it. 
I'd be going at nine o'clock tomorrow, press conference. You can ask me anything and I'm going to tell you. I'll yep. tell you from what happened in that room, what happened. Yep. Um, but will they do that? I wouldn't think so. Well, it might not happen tomorrow, but I'll guarantee um, after his parting shot uh, when he stepped down, or not wasn't when he stepped down because he said it and then a week later he... It was announced that he was stepping down. Yeah. Clarkson's definitely going Hawthorne over this. Oh, fucking oath. Without question. There's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff we are not privy to, or the public are not privy mm. to, that obviously has gone down behind the scenes. And I shouldn't say I'm looking forward to that coming out, but I think everyone well, it, is looking forward resol- to coming out. Because there, there might be some answers. People going, how did this come about? How did this happen? What happened here? What's the resolution here? Mm. And because it was made... Because it was... The accusations and the story was made in a public forum. The public need to know now because they're the ones judging. Every, they're the judge. What do you call it? Judge, jury, executioner for yeah. these three. It's public of that. The fact that yeah, no, I'm wait, wait, I can't say that. No. <laughs> well, we could sit here for ages and talk about, it, but there was some actual football this weekend, and as we uh, have been recording earlier on, obviously I said that breaking news that. Uh, there's one man who th- there's someone at Carlton who either has dirt on the tribunal, has is paying people off because he's the only one that it seems to be getting any of their clients <laughs> off at the tribunal. He's although, two from two. Although two from two. Although seeing Catherine Zeta Jones on three sixty tonight explain the findings. Who? Oh, David Zeta or whatever his name is. <laughs> You're a um, seeing him explain. How he got off. Well, he explained what they defended, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he his hand that virtually would be pulling him to drown was just resting on his jumper. It wasn't even... I, I think that this lawyer, again, for the second time, has argued the wording of the charge. Like, sling yeah. and tackle. Well, how can this sling him when I don't have his which, arm hold? Which, once again, yeah, get the lawyers out of there. Yeah. Like, I just think it's a win for for it, for common sense. It, it was right because and but Lady has to get off. Well, let, but Parker didn't get off. But pa- we watched both from now. But Parker's had the pulling you to ground motion. Yeah. Whereas I think Cheras was just I'm trying to get the tackle. And Cheras Cheras 16 kilo ring and wet. Yeah. Tackling on a ruckman. 18 foot 11. Did you love the thing saying, oh, it looked worse because he's got long hair. So yeah. as he hit the ground, it looked worse. I'm like, fucking, this lawyer, is, he's, gone on, he's gone the Dennis Denudo. It's the vibe. The vibe of the tackle wasn't good. <laughs> so is it, An- is it Adrian Anderson that Carlton have got? Or? No, Adrian Anderson. No, we were talking about Adrian Anderson was defending someone the other way and couldn't yeah. get off. Yeah, and, and he didn't get off. Charge. And they're saying no, but with the... L- with the rule the way it is, he's like, you don't have to tell me about the rule. I wrote the rule. I wrote the fucking thing. Um, uh, Lady, they just said then, is still deliberating. So as we go and they, tonight, and they said, Lady is said being... Laird not to give evidence. Well, if he's not giving evidence, Adelaide must think they've got a pretty solid legal case. But well, they just scared he's going to go to town on someone. Or if he, if he go to town on the bloke he tackled but for being the, a squib. How's the tribunal tonight? Uh, Seeing four cases for the four exact same charges. Like, is it four? No, five of them, they said. Five of them, I think. I think there's another one going tomorrow night because they had too many. Yeah. Um, if Lady, Lady's was, I feel, 
Um, well, as he's tackled him, you can see he pulls up as he hits the ground, which is fucking hard to do when you're rolling and tackling someone yeah. to the ground. And his head didn't really hit the ground. And they keep on saying, and and, and the bloke getting up. and the bloke getting tackled dove into the ground. Is this the third or fourth time? Definitely second. Oh, I reckon it's I reckon it's third or fourth where he is the person being tackled yeah. in the trial. And just submit. Just goes up. Uh, uh. Yeah. But um, the fact that some say, oh, yeah, but he pinned the arm. But he pinned the arm that had the ball. The side of him that hits the ground, arm isn't pinned. He doesn't put the hand out. This is where this this is ridiculous. But I'll be pinned him. So, so, when you make so, ta- so oh. the tackler has to be mindful. But the bloke getting tackled doesn't need to defend himself. But what happens when you don't when you don't pin his arm and you tackle him? He fucking handballs it. It's the whole thing about tackling. You've got to pin the arm so they don't handball it. Now, oh, you can't pin the arm because you might hurt him on the way down. Okay, well, I'll keep the arm free and he'll handball and kick a goal and then fucking uh, <laughs> I'm dropped. I'm done. I'm I'm castrated. I just I just think that. The particularly the side that he goes down on, that arm is free and he's got it down by his side. Mm. At no time does he attempt to protect himself. So why is it Laird's responsibility when it's not the bloke that can protect himself? It's, it's like when you see blokes putting their head somewhere where their head shouldn't be because they've gone in yeah. to win a, win a free kick. Yeah. Start suspending the blokes that put their head in the wrong spot. Yeah, isn't that... We're going to rub you out for a week for... No, give him head, ten. Head-butting his knee. Yeah. <laughs> well, you lead with the f- head. You. Oh, wait, let's move on because there's um, a lot of the tribunal this week. Before I get to Grubby Zorko, uh, we'll talk about uh, the Italian stallion Sicily. Uh, I'm glad they didn't challenge that. And he's going, well, oh, yeah, give me a week. But to hear people saying, oh, Sicily to get a week, it didn't really hit him hard as... That's the prime example of what you need to give two or three weeks for he, because he hit him in the chose to bump and hit him in the head. But you imagine he was like a centimetre higher and he, he hit his temple and knocked him out cold. You'd be saying, "Oh, ten weeks." So the action, the result shouldn't matter. The fact that he just blatantly smashed a guy in the face, and that's why Buddy should have got three for his. The fact that Sicily oh, has blatantly smashed I've him in the about face. Forgotten the Buddy one. Uh, and people are saying, "Oh, it wasn't that bad." Well, no. He's lucky it wasn't that bad. Um, so Sicily, I think he's even lucky to get one, but so be it. The one that has baffled me is Zorko. Now, I've watched the footage. People are saying, oh, he didn't do anything to the eye. You look at the first couple of fingers that go in before that top one comes down. Now, if the AFL have gone, yep, you're making unnecessary contact with the face and eye one week. If he has made that unnecessary contact, it should be fucking ten. Yeah. You're going if, out, you're gouging someone's eyes who's defenceless. They need to bring in the Carlton bloke. Because I reckon the <laughs> AFL's charged him with the wrong thing. Making contact there, to the face. There's a charge of making unneeded contact with the face. And I reckon why That's they what no, it always should be. I reckon what they fuck what they reason why they did that charge. Because if they said we're charging him with eye gouging. They could defend, saying there's no definitive footage showing him gouging his eye. Because no, Peddler's not going to go there and no, get stuck his other thing no, in but fucking eye. No, they've charged him with making unnecessary contact with the eye, oh, with not the with eye. the face. Oh. That's why I think he'll get off. I don't think he'll get off. The, you, you slow that footage right down and you can see the first 
not the not the last bit where he, I just fucking poked myself in the fucking eye. Now you know how peddler feels. Um, oh, that really hurt. Um, the first, not not his index finger, it's the the fuck you finger. Oh, the rude and finger the, and the ring finger. Those two seem to come into his eye while the other ones up here, and I reckon they're the two that give him a little Ooh. little uh, little tickler. Uh, what hand was it? His right. Correct. Yes. Hope that was in the charge that it was with the right hand and not the left, because that Carlton bloke will get him off with that. He's not representing him, so he won't oh, get him okay. off. Okay. Um, so there's been a bit going on in tribunal world, as there fucking always is every week. So the beauty of AFL, with the greyness of our fucking rules, is that we can talk about this every week and bitch and moan about it. I'm I'm getting a little sick of it though. I think mm. the players are, but. Um, Listeners are probably sick oh, of it. Who else is sick of it? Who? Carlton captain. Sick of the laws being told about him. Who? Cripper? Yeah. What do you do now? Oh, we, on Classified last night, Caro went with the story about... Uh, Caroline Wilson. Um, about... Uh, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. You hate it when I do that. Oh, it's just fucking... But it's, it's how she speaks, so... Um, that he didn't stay in the team hotel... That was incorrect, wasn't it? Mm. Incorrect. And that is factually dishonest, He's Caro. had a bit of a sook about it today on uh, Instagram. Yeah, that real dummy spit, didn't he? Oh, he's a good sook, mate. Surely just go, that's a fucking liar. Pretend champion. Went out with my family after. Typical Carlton bloke. They're in a spot of bother. It's a fucking makes Friday night. No, game we're going to pretty big. But they're not in a spot of bother. Why? Because it's only the Melbourne media and passionate Carlton idiots... That thought they were better than what they are anyway. Oh, Rory Laird cleared. Of cleared of bump. Get your wording right, Foxfooty. Crow, Crow Rory Laird controversially cleared. So. So he should have been cleared the, of a bump. The people were with, the the players are fighting back. That's two from three tonight. Who's the fourth? He's fucked. <laughs> so Rory Laird off. Dream team. Uh, Jay Gromir is the other one. I mean, I think he's... He should get 10. He might be in a bit of trouble because he actually did the sling, as they call it. But Rory Laird is free to play. Hallelujah. Crows are on fire this week. They're beating Brisbane. They're now beating the AFL Tribunal. I'm, bring, oh, I'm, bringing, Lady, I'm bringing Lady back into my team. What do you mean? Well, you've already done your trades, have you? Oh, everyone does the rage No, no, I've, I, I dumped him a few weeks ago. You've lost the plot. Why would you get rid of him? Because he was... He wasn't going to play. <laughs> but he played. Uh, well, there we go. That's uh, oh, Chris Fagan's statement. Oh, everything's going on while we're doing this. The investigation has now been terminated with the agreement of the complainants and the investigation panel. It is right that this should occur. It is long overdue. Obviously, there's more to this statement that is being read out, or is that it? No, that's well, it. That's, that's all the lovely that's people of Fox have put up on the stream, but Jared was also reading it, so he might have been reading something a bit more detailed than what I was able to read. Who? I think there is an absolute... This is the this is the start. So, anyway, look, Lady off. Um, that's a big win. And then, the, yeah, there's going to be more tribunal while we're going on here. There could be another, another one drop while we're talking, but... Um, Let's get to the results of the week. After all that bullshit, we can actually talk about the footy, can we? Yes. We'll start off with people are calling it the upsets upsets galore round. I tipped Gold Coast and Adelaide, so I don't class those as upsets. 
I tip Sydney. That's definitely not an upset because Carlton are junk. Port winning. Thought that was an upset. Um, well, definitely. Um, <laughs> I, I was filthy. I filthed up on that. Oh, yeah. It did me both. I've multied Gold Coast into Richmond, into Adelaide. I've multied Richmond into Adelaide and... Filthy, but uh, we can't sit here talking about our bad beat punts, otherwise we'd be here for fucking seven hours. Um, Don't get me started on the Celtics. Uh, we'll get to that. We've got a lovely story for you to, to tell the viewers about. Too emotional, I can't. Before we, I'll just give a quick glimpse. Danny's been anti-cash out for a long time and had the opportunity to cash out a very good Celtics. Bet. And? Shut the bed. And made a decision that I was going to cash out. We'll get to that after. Um <sighs> Hawthorne. Stroke. Everyone's saying uh, some St Kilda people said, "Oh, we had a bad performance." No, Hawthorne played electric footy, young, energetic, and actually should have won. Should have won by more. Yeah, they should have won more. They were probably up to their eyeballs in it earlier, and then St Kilda managed to kick straight, get ahead, and then Hawthorne came roaring home to I the delight it, of the. Uh, I think it's funny that anti, the anti Voss. Carlton fans that are saying, oh, we should have got Ross. It's like, well, hang on. Is he any better? Well, I'm, my jury is out on Ross. If you, I'm, the reason why I say that is, um, what time what time frame did um, Bratton have to do what he needed to do? Yeah. Getting a side to play a certain way can take a long time. Like last year, they were going, oh, they were so defensive. Well, sometimes you've got to get your team in check defensively before you can change but the game. But also, the they were so defensive. After five rounds, they were in exactly the same position as what Ross Lyon had them this year. Yeah. And they're trending the same way as last yeah. year. So um, there is a... Yeah, jury's out for me on Ross. Um, I was never... I didn't pander to the... Uh, Love around for him um, because I didn't think Ratton was that bad. But anyway, mm. um, Hawthorne got the chocolates and got it well. And now the 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 piss and what do we call them? Shit and piss. Uh, poo, yeah, piss and poo. <laughs> piss and poo is starting to uh, come to the top because a lot yeah. of people are saying they're going to be. You put a line. You put an asterisk next to those games every year because they're easy wins. Well, they're not easy wins no. now, are they? Adelaide had to really fight to get over the line. A lot of teams have had to fight to get over the line. And, and it's interesting with such a big win over the obviously very depleted West Coast. Yeah. But the confidence that gives kids. Oh, yeah. Like, like we've just had this massive win. I just think this, this, this round is if people don't actually sit back and stop shit-canning their sides for losing to teams that are only like a game behind them or, or, or they, lo- they can't beat that team above them, this competition is the closest it's ever been bar West Coast. Yeah. Probably North Melbourne. But North Melbourne ended up pushing Collingwood again towards the end. Yeah. Collingwood took the foot off the pedal probably. But Hawthorne has shown that their young brigade has got a lot to play with. So you can hang shit on them all you like, like Cara did. And she's mm. actually public apologised. I mean, you've got an opinion. You can have an opinion. Apologising for it's a, a bit stupid. Apologising... Saying that a team's tanking, it's like, well, I think that the way they had now, Sam Mitchell okay. out there berating him about what he chose to do with rebuilding the side was just ridiculous in the first place. Well, for starters, you cut the fucking fat, don't you? For starters, he's a coach, yeah, like, and and an untried coach, like, yeah, he gets a certain amount of input into. Have you, into gone, list, have you gone back and watched what he actually said? He goes... Nah, well, I hate the bloke. I wouldn't listen to the He idiot. said it... Shut up then. Okay. He said, well, if we kept Tom Mitchell and Yago Mira, he 
goes, people like Will Day and Mackenzie wouldn't be getting and and um, not Bramble, what's that one? Newcomb mm. wouldn't be getting their full time rotations on ball. Have a look yeah. how they played on the weekend uh, and, and he, how they're playing every week. And five weeks ago, he had Newcomb in a forward pocket. Get him in the guts and look what happens. Yeah. He, uh, maybe he is the second coming of Hawthorne coaching wise. Are you kidding? Couldn't what? coach me to sleep in. Ha, um, uh, sorry, how do you come to that conclusion? Don't like the bike. Why? Sniper of a player, cockhead of oh, coach. Oh, sniper. What? When? Are you fucking need need uh, text one night? <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> the memory is good with you, son. Only when it suits me. <laughs> You're holding your phone up and you got your eyebrows raised. What do you want to say? No, I'm just going through the games. Oh. Melbourne, pathetic. I wouldn't say pathetic. It was, it was pretty, pretty shit. Pretty hotly fought contest. And uh, I'll tell you what, the, the biggest disappointment of that game is... You had five blokes who were forwards. So it wasn't like you had a yeah. backman or a wingman going yeah. over set shots. Five blokes who were forwards having set shots in that last quarter from 30 out, very little angles. and Angles even, that those five blokes usually eat. Didn't even come close to kicking them. Um, and then you sit there and go, well, you, you convert half of those five that you miss. So you say you can convert three of them. That's a pretty easy assumption for an AFL player, a forward to convert three out of those five shots. You win the game. Yeah. And they didn't. They had so many inside 50s. So where, where do you think the forwards are for the Ds? Because yeah. if you go through... I don't think you know, I don't think McDonald is the answer. I think... I, I hope Ben Brown might come in this week. Yeah. Um, I think he adds more of a leading element. Um, yeah. But he doesn't... And I think you can have him as the leading forward, have Fritchie as his normal role, and then you have Van Royen coming out the square taking contested stuff. Yeah, Van Rooyen's the one that I find interesting because, yeah, he's young and got plenty of time on his side. Mm. Could he just spitballing here? Could he end up at West Coast? Nah. For pick one? Oh, no chance. Okay. Well, that's a, where did that come from? I'm just posing the question. Oh, the I, I wouldn't. Me per well, me personally, I don't think like because the age of their most of their key forwards, like Brown and McDonald. Oh, West Coast would. Have, if that question was thrown out there, it would take a bit of thinking. Yeah. Well, no, I think Melbourne value this kid extremely yeah. high. They'd be like, nah, I don't like you, number one. Number one's not worth because they're going to get another midfielder in. Um, what's the kid's name? Reed Harley. Reed, Harley Reed. High quality midfielder, yes. Good midfielder in a couple of years that when their other guys might be going, yes. But right now, they're in that premiership window. Why would they give away a forward that in two or three years could be the Will best be. forward in the comp? Because mm. um, he has a lovely set shot. And that he was one of those guys that missed one in that last quarter when it was his bread and butter. But um, yeah, I think Melbourne are very close to clicking because their best is <sighs> at times unbeatable. Um, but it's getting the best all the, the time. The issue is not seeing it anywhere near as often as you need to. The rebound from defensive 50 isn't what it was. Um, whether that's maybe some teams have, have put a play in place to drag, lever and... Make They're missing Petty. Yep. Um, like, but did you see... The way he straightened about when he went Did you see how many front? Frio goals were over the back? Yeah. Like bang. 
and then you had Schultz run. You had um, and and Frederick on and the fucking go. Yeah, and Frederick playing exactly the role you want him to play. You that dynamite run. Well, he was pushing up on the on the fat side of um, of the wing, and then he was ticking back in, and he was yep. he was running back and just putting on the afterburns. Once he yep. saw his team win it. At centre back, you could see him if you if you if you can get the behind the scenes footage, you see him come back in and just bang off, yeah. and he's got that much head of steam at him. And Frio knew that, and they were bombing over May, they were bombing over and and, over um, and uh, Darcy going down helped Frio because a bloke there paying huge money, who's a ruckman, not a forward, had to ruck. Had to ruck. I still think. I, I, I'm, I'm just staggered that Darcy is, like, I'm not going to sit in and say someone's fat, but for him to run around, if he loses 10 kilos, he is the best ruckman He's by a mile. mile. By He's a mile a in the comp. He covers so much ground still and carrying yeah. that weight. And I reckon that's why his hammy strain. And they just lugging well, that huge Well, well firstly, I can't believe he, got far, he went fast enough to do a hammy. No, nah, incorrect. He was kicking. Oh, went back okay. and watched it. Yeah, right. And he went like this. He goes, kick, and he just started walking. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't even go grab it or try to the swinging that huge tree trunk. You can imagine that the the strings will go. Ah, we've had now would Frio would Frio look at offloading him? Because you're going to get well if they if they like have, he's got a year left. They have to identify who their number one ruckman is. Yep. If they say Jackson is our number one, you've got to you you've got to get currency for for Darcy. Yeah. Or if they go, no, but you've given Jackson this massive contract, and when I say massive, massive years. It's massive money too. Yeah, but yeah. that that doesn't matter. Um, massive amount of years. Put the bloke in the spot that you offered him that money for. Because uh, look, he can go forward and kick goals, but he's not a permanent forward. He's not a Jen- Jenkins that played forward and then did a few. Yeah. He's not Tippett. He's not a bloke no. that plays forward and then does a bit in the ruck. Yeah. He's a ruckman that rose. His best football at Melbourne. Was in the run. Remember when he was at Melbourne, Simon goes, mate, he could very well be on the ball when Maxie's rucking. I think a couple well, of times... A couple it. of times against Melbourne, he so, was on the ball. So good below his knees. Yeah. Um, did you see the story? Did you see Stephen May talk about how... He rocked up to the... He rocked up to the end of season review or the planning for next year after yeah, he requested a trade to Freire. They're like... Oh. You can't be here. You can't be here, mate. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're, we're, getting, we're getting our routine. Our we're talking about what we're doing next year, bro. Oh, we're yeah. talking about what we're training in the off-season on our own. Oh, I just wanted to come say goodbye to everyone. I think that, that just shows... It sums the, up the, what a bloke he like. The character of the kid. Yeah. That he was like, I want to go say goodbye to everyone. I mean, yeah. they want a fucking flag. Yeah. Um, I still think he... Uh, I just love the fact that he didn't realise that he couldn't be there. <laughs> mate, you don't play for us anymore. <laughs> You're getting traded, Jet. What are you? In the enemy. No, he'd already <laughs> been traded at that point. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he'd. I think he'd lodged it. Oh, had he? No, oh, we'll it was him. after the trade period. So that was a very, very funny uh, little story that uh, Big Stephen May did. But um, a few other results that some people would say that the Gold Coast result was an upset. No, I hang personally, on. hang on. I before we get to that one, before what? we get to that one, GWS win at Geelong. I was going to get to that one. I, I don't. I was gonna say, well, no, we'll do it in enough. chronological order, mate. Um, do you know what chronological means? Go fuck yourself. Okay. You um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you later what Go it means. Go plate your shit. Um, the fact that, yeah, Geelong aren't going as good as they could be, that's still an extraordinary win. 
you know how many teams have a winning streak down at uh, Cardinia Park? Uh, not very many, but they do. Do you know there's a side that has won their last three games there? Jetworks. 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 GWS. Yeah. Unbelievable stat. Like, like For a side that hasn't played. Adelaide haven't won there since 2003. It's 20 years since Adelaide's won there. Yes. These assholes have been there the last three times and gone home with the chocolates. <laughs> it's... It, I, does that does the type of ground suit them? I don't know. It's fucking an extraordinary thing that is. And this isn't a dominant GWS. This is a GWS that has finished bottom six for the last two years. It's incredible. A- and had blokes missing. And had blokes missing. Like, yes, Geelong's got multiple blokes missing as well. But yeah, but they're not. A Toby Green, what a superstar, legend. Uh, Kicks four says, "Get on my back, boys." Yeah, I'm going to catch. Two hundredth was it? Two hundredth. Yep. So to- Toby Green, a lot of people, he's very malign, malign, is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. yeah. People don't like him because he's got an edge, he's got a bit of a cheek. Bit got of a personality. Personality, loves to, doesn't mind a bit of scrap. Um, he he is in some, he's in career best form. Yep. And, he, and I still think he's a midfielder that's playing forward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People forget. Like imagine if they had. He's got forty posies three times. He's got thirty-eight, like eight times. He when he was playing through the middle and going forward, elite, fucking racking it up. Yeah. So, Toby Green, GWS, a GWS. Um, are they playing out of position? Are they? Have you seen their their margins apart from the Collingwood game oh. this year? All their margins have been within uh, two within goals. two goals. Like every game, like Heard whether on they the radio win or lose, they've won by a point, four points, and three points. Yeah. And then they've lost by like five points, four points, eight points. Like, what they end up beating up us by? Fish's asshole. Uh, that was their biggest win, fifteen points. Isn't that insane? Like, you think a couple of couple of other games go their way, they're sitting in the top six. Mm. Yeah, they're not far off fifth. it. So the old man was banging on. He reckons they'll be in the eight, and I kind of shit canned him. So I do apologise, Dad. But I think he, I don't think GWS are anywhere. They're not as far off as people. Have thought they were when mm. they're saying, "Oh, they're rebuilding. They got to go again." Yeah, uh, they've recycled Hogan, who's playing great footy. Yeah, um, Kingsley's got them playing a, a more attacking brand, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, but their defence is good. Yeah, but they're good to watch. Yeah, they're actually really good to watch. Himmelberg, you knew you knew Brian Lake, the swingman, yeah. can go forward and go back. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm interesting. Interesting, to see interesting as the up. season unfolds. Like what Himmelberg's decision is. Well, not just that. The, 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 the close contest they've had. So they've all been tough games they've played. Is that going to strengthen them or is that going to hurt them on the back end? Is that going to weaken them to the point where they go, fuck, we've just been battered, pillared to post for eight weeks. Like they, 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 could, they could not have a bye at a better time. Um, how their back half of the year goes is going to be interesting. Um, the, the fact playing that, a lot of the top teams. The fact that the Swans are in, keep on getting mentioned with Himmelberg, as a possible possible home for Himmelberg to end up, that'd be devastating for GWS to lose to a, to a to lose a bloke down. to like like if he leaves and goes to Essendon or or Adelaide or wherever. I, I think wherever he goes could hinder on um, what Mason Redmond does because Adelaide are deep balls deep in him. Mm. For what it sounds like, he's it's a, an offer that, and I agree with. Paying a defender eight hundred grand, people won't do it because they're not as flashy. But they're the most important people in your side. Yeah. And do you know what? Also, I think they're they're throwing a bit of money. Do day's gone. 
Yeah, I don't... I, I, I categorically believe he's gone. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't necessarily go down that same path. You don't think so? Now, Redmond's a free agent, yeah? Correct. So, if Duday goes and we pick up Redmond, we get nothing for Duday. You get Redmond. Yeah, yeah, no, but... It'd be like a but, trade almost. Yeah. Which I'd... Yeah, at so the moment, yeah. would you take that? Fuck a- yeah, and if a bloke wants to go and you're bringing someone in, well... When you say we won't get anything for Duda, what do you mean? Well, if you bring in a free agent... Yeah. If you lose a free agent, you don't get any... Oh, didn't know that. No compo pick? No. Are you 100% on that? Thousand. <laughs> you said that with such surety. One thousand. Um, well, while we're talking about results, we've talked about a few, but... What about the Jew boys? Well, I was talking about them and then you jumped Yeah, well, over. chronological order, mate. Come on. Chronological. Uh, yeah, Stewie Jew's boys. There was mounting pressure on them going up there on yeah. him. And as much as the umpires tried to get the doggies over the line, um, that 50 metre penalty nearly kicked my TV in. Has not got the air time it should have. He marked it. The guy stood where he marked it and within 0.2 of a second blew the whistle and said 50. He said, and, you haven't and, even called me back. And he said, you went two metres over the thing. Didn't go a millimetre over. Well, I was going to say 20 centimetres. But, but, and it's also your job to set the mark. The way that the umpire immediately blew the whistle. Yeah. He goes, mark 50. And Disgrace. I was watching it because I had money on the Bulldogs. I had a live bet at three-quarter time. I was like, oh, I don't mind this. But I was watching it going, what was that for? That is blatant. We're trying to get this game back close. Like, I don't then, use the C word. Cheating. And then that other Fuck me. Then that other bloke falling over fresh air, Waitman, is a disgrace. I want to watch that again because I still reckon he did catch him. No. Nope. He's just accentuated it. I got closer to Waitman than Long did. Did you? Yep. Wasn't even in the same state. He, he, when did you get close to him? That one or when his no, that one came out against No, Paul? that one. <laughs> I avoided the schlong, thanks very much. The big, uh, as Joey Diaz calls it, the hammer. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Gold Coast were brilliant. They played the conditions perfectly. And it, I actually enjoyed, I say I enjoyed watching I was watching him going, the Bulldogs, while they were coming back, I kept thinking... GW, GWS, Gold Coast are playing too good to lose this. When they got that footy, and as they moved from defence or from the wing, they were going, they were attacking the corridor as they were coming in, and they they wouldn't, they were very clean, very quick with their hands. Something that you probably have people haven't been seeing as much because they don't get the airtime. But I mean, this is how close the comp is. Gold Coast are playing good footy again. Mm. GWS are playing good footy. I just love it's every so time I saw a tight. Gold Coast bloke interviewed. And even last week, mm. they all kept on backing Jew in. It's like, he does everything for us. He cops the heat when, when we're the ones that are no good. Yeah. And it's time for us to back him. When a, um, when a, when a coach is under pressure, if you see the, the players, they might be making mistakes or it might not be going right, but they're giving 100% every time like... Yeah. Then you go, and, yeah, they love And the certain people questioning, oh, you've lost the players? Get fucked. Have a f- actually have a look at one of their games. The laziness by the Melbourne media, the way they talk about Gold Coast. Yeah. Because it, they just talk about how Gold Coast were eight years ago. Mm. It's not how, how they are now. Um, Blokes like you saying in ten years' time they won't be in the comp. I still believe Ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. I still believe that. Madness. 
I'd love to come back to this in ten years, and it's well. I'm, I, I I'm happy. Like, I wouldn't I'm, love it to be hey, true, but I I'm happy. I'm happy to as well for when you're wrong in ten years' time and I'm right again. Oh, give it. <laughs> Gee, you love the sound of your own voice. Um, oh, says you. <laughs> oh, I do have a lovely radio voice. Says, I've got a face. I've got a face says the bloke that wants to do a podcast. Yeah, well, here we go. Here's the footage of the eye gouging the grub. See. Look, and scrapes it down. It, it actually hits his eye. The finger scrapes the eye on the way through. And then he pats him going, hey, mate, did you like that eye gouging? Yeah, grub. This isn't the first time he's been done for eye gouging either. The prick's got bloody form. Anyway. What I don't understand is... See, look, here, here, look at the first fingers going in. The two other ones. See, they're in. What I don't understand is Peddler gets up and doesn't even look at him, let alone knock him out. He's going to bit his fucking ear off. Bite his nose off. Big schnozzer. Schnozzer warehouse. They'll make your face grouse. And whatever um, the results were. Oh, there's one result Essen. we have. Oh, oh forget that. They're okay. West Coast, so they should. What about Richmond? Pathetic. Yeah, forget that. Okay. We can gloss over that. Port. Uh, Port Sports talking like they've just won the grand final. Co- Collingwood, North Melbourne, like you Richmond. said, North Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, re- reasonable effort. Let's get to the main event of Sunday. Ah. Uh, four o'clock. The all-conquering. Adelaide Crows been battered. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All from pillar to post, all conquering. If, shut up, just if shut Brisbane up. knew how to kick in the third quarter, things would have been a bit different. Just all shut conquering. Your, shut your mouth. After the Bulldogs game, yes, they played like shit. Yes, they didn't play well, but they copped it. They were saying, "Oh, they're not the real That's deal. That's on us. They're no good." Blah blah blah. And then we come out and say, oh, "Brisbane, you want a bit of this? Come and fucking get it." Yep. And they stuck it right up them. That's what they did. That's what they did. They stuck it right up them. People saying Texas done there, Texas. He stuck it right up on. All of you can get stuffed. Adelaide played sublime. And yes, one goal, 10 in the third quarter definitely helped them. Couldn't believe it. But you know what? If you don't convert, you leave the door open for a side. What do they say, Luke? What do they say? What do they say? Bad kicking's bad football. It's never never a truer statement. Uh, But Adelaide, once again, at at home, are fucking sublime at the moment. Um, Whether it's the ground, the atmosphere, the crowd... The fact that they're not getting on a plane, I don't know. Maybe maybe the blokes don't like flying. Um, but they are making this their home games fucking advantage, advantageous. There you go, like yep. that word. Make it a cauldron. What, what, what are they the Adelaide Crowville. Oh, don't you dare say just, something so I just cringe. Did I just did it. The only thing more cringe than that is people... Portress. Portress. Anything more cringe than that is people holding signs after the game going, Sicily, can I Can I have, I have your boots? boots? Fuck off, mate. Go to the shop and buy your own fucking boots, you tight-ass little shit. <laughs> it's, it's getting ridiculous where... You don't even know that they're your calm, size. Calm, calm, No. It's getting ridiculous when you see social media posts from media outlets going... Heartwarming. Heartwarming. Oh, what a, what a great captain he is. He's walked past going, I've had a blinder. Oh, what fuck. A, this kid wants a, my boots on, and the camera's what on What a him. great captain. He smashed some bloke <laughs> in the head. Now you're going to miss next week, you idiot. Jeez, that's loud. You're hurting my ears. Sorry, people. Sorry. I'm emotional. You are an emotional. Now, on one of the footy shows last night, someone said again, I believe that uh, Damien Hardwick will be coaching coaching, uh, Gold Coast. Now, hang on. They've just had a... A great win. They've just had a great win and you're still peddling this bullshit. I wouldn't mind peddling some of the same bullshit just now, even though I think he's the man for the job oh, and here he's... Here we go, here we go. What do you got here? Well, 
Chris Scott. It was announced today Chris Scott's changed managers. Oh, really? He's left TLA after the boss of TLA... Oh, doggers mob. Yeah. The boss of TLA, now Collingwood CEO, Craig Kelly. He's left TLA and he's signed with... The Gadinsky of football, Craig Kelly. Yeah, and he's signed with Liam Pickering's Bravo Management. What are you hinting at here? Well, detective, could Chris Scott be done at the Cats? Hmm. And he's changed management because the bloke whose job he's going for is also managed by TLA. You are drawing a long bow, but not I a bad one. Don't though. mind it. Yep. So, so Stewie, oh, Ju- really? Stewie Jew is managed by TLA. Yes. And the same thing happened when. When Ross the Boss knifed Mark Harvey at Freo. Really? Yeah. He was... Ross negotiated himself the yeah. contract at Freo. 53, mate. Um, uh, and and because his, his manager was also Mark Harvey's manager. Well, well, well. So I'll just... Just a bit of that's on record, so I, we can I know, always we can always know, come back. To I know it. no one cares about who's managed by who, or or blokes like Dogger probably care who's managed by who, because because if he loses a client, he wouldn't be happy. But but I just think, is there a chance that Chris Scott knifes Stewie Jew? Well, not really knifing him if you don't know him. He's not a mate. You're just saying. Oh yeah, but but he's got a job, and so you're saying Stewie Jew's ticket. Already punched. No, I'm not saying that. Well, <laughs> if that's in progress, that that is a ticket that's been punched. No, Stewie I, I'm saying Stewie Jew. Stewie Jew should be the bloke who carries on and coaches Gold Coast. Is it the fact that they think the Gold Coast, the AFL, whoever thinks that Gold Coast should be a lot higher? Like changing changing management for a co- for a ch- coach uh, the age of Scott changing managers. It is odd. It's. When yeah. you've when you've been probably managed by that mob what, since how, your playing how career. How long has he been at Geelong now? Thirteen years. Um, Two thousand and eight was the first one, was it? Oh no, not that far back. Was or was that? Uh, oh no, that was uh, Hawthorne. So or the Hawthorne one. So twenty eleven was that the first flag that he coached when he just took over? Yeah, eleven or twelve. Yeah, because ten years later he won another one. Yeah. Yeah, it's be eleven, twelve. Yeah, maybe eleven. Anyway. He's been there a fair stint. He's got every right to say, hey, I've done what I've done. We've just yeah. won another flag. The list, I keep saying it, it will fall over soon. But they're, I, they're but I see an opportunity for myself Get out while you're good. Yeah. And the AFL wouldn't be against someone like Chris Scott taking over. Well, there was talk of his brother going up there. Yeah. So. I just think oh, I food, food for thought and everybody remember where you heard it first. Danny Hutchie Hurley. Don't mind mm. that scoop. Is that the Don't call me Scoop. Should call it Hurley's Rumour Mill. There's your first one. No, we can do better than that. Hurley's Hustle. Maybe. Danny's Dialogue. Oh. Danny's a dickhead. Um, mate, oh, we, we could sit here talking a bit longer, but I reckon we'll, we've done enough tonight. That's good enough. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's have a quick. This is the oh, start hang of the fire. What, Cal- what about the Carlton, uh, the Carlton board uh, flick? Board members, as as Bartell said, these dickheads don't know shit about footy, so who cares? Yeah, but, but that's but that, and I don't disagree. But they're still 
still required because you don't can't have meathead footballers on boards. No, you can't. Well, you can. No, you can have some intelligent footballers, yes. which there's not many of them. Oh, come on, mate. Come on, mate. Don't fucking make me, mate. All right, well, we, we, uh, we're the season of the public are on tour, so the tour in the next couple of days. One of, a Carlton player oh, you're allegedly... Oh, you go back to that again, Yeah, a Carlton player <laughs> at the end of the game, after the bit of a blow-up in the rooms, went to the Carlton president and said, that loss is on us, not our coach. Well, then fucking... I love it when people say that. Actions speak louder than words. Is... Look, I'm not going to hammer boss. I don't know if it but, coach, but it but was on them. Yeah. Because they had plenty of it and couldn't fucking kick. Oh, yeah. The two fraudulent bloody... But you, did you watch... The I was going to say Ken Farmer medalist. Did you watch the vision from Gary Lyon showing they don't even know where to go. There's no hmm. structure in the way they move the footy. That's not just the players. I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're dumb. Nah. They weren't playing like that last year at the start of the year. They are playing good footy last year. <laughs> I've rated... Well, we will find out on Friday because we're on tour. Are we going to do some tips here or what? Nah, just... just, just, just I'll tip Melbourne. Melbourne. Because they're playing Carlton and Carlton are junk. Roll quick. We don't want to get this done. Port People Adelaide, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Kidding. Uh, Eagles play host to Collingwood. Eagles won't get That'll be 10 tight. goals of anyone for the rest of the year. Hey, this is one we should probably go to. Bulldogs, Geelong. Depends how big a night we have Friday, but yeah, that sounds good. Actually, no, actually that clashes with Suns, Suns Adelaide. So we'll, we'll, we'll go to a pub. Yep. They'll probably only be playing Bulldogs in Geelong on the telly. Um, Suns Adelaide. I'll tip the cows. Giants Richmond. I'll go Adelaide. Uh, Giants. I'll go Giants. Essendon, North Melbourne. Essendon. Won't be... Too bad a game though But yeah the Bombers Come on It's not going to be a beauty They got within five goals of Collingwood Collingwood a hell of a lot better than Essendon Collingwood Put the car in park They didn't even put it in second gear They put it in park Jeez Good chatting to you Been a good episode With the late and breaking stories and Coming through oh, we're, we're And obviously all. Brisbane Frio Saints Swans With uh, the bye I'll just restart what I was saying. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, been a good app. We've had a lot of breaking stuff during the app. This is brilliant. Um, say good night. I'm going to turn the radio off. Goodbye. See you, Logie.